The following episode is brought to you by Mark Stanley, Philip Newman, Shelby Johnson, Jerry Thunes, Andy Dossett, Eric Whitman, Edvarth Arnoff, Natasha Rallerson, Devious Pop-Tart, Rebecca Gauman, Elizabeth Clark, David Scrams, Charles Compton, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Darren Katzka, Irene Viarito, and Laura Pickren, as well as all of our generous patrons. Welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? We ransacked a lab. Yes. We, were uh, we again demonstrated that when we actually attempt crime, we are super competent. <laughs> it's true. Like this group yeah. is a really good set of thieves. We're just often doing things that aren't that and we're bad at that and that is management's fault (laughs) (laughs) that's right no what's the name of it it's it's like a corporate principle where you are promoted to failure like you keep getting promoted Mm -hmm. until you're promoted to a job that you're not capable of doing Mm -hmm. Um, right so (laughs) um yeah so you all uh went through norse and millhatch's uh lab and his experiments and goodies and took a lot of them and also found some correspondence between Millhatch and Calloway uh, with Calloway referring to a mysterious third party um, another onion layer yes mm-hmm. so uh, and where we left off you all <laughs> were loading Tasha up with a whole bunch of stuff um, so let's recap what you all took you took the Upgraded arms uh, of Olive's creation. Um, you took the the cold stick, the automatic Fletcher, and the box uh, with the planar runes. <laughs> um, is that everything? And the arm. We also took the goblin armor, and uh, the goblin armor. We got a yeah. tri- a quiver of trick arrow the, things. The quiver that Reynard found. Yep, Reynard. Yep. And I think that the, is everything. Yeah. And the staff, did you say? I mean, a bunch, of, a bunch of things that weren't on the list of like Eris stole all of his tools because they were nicer yeah. than hers. But um, yes, the, the staff, the, the staff of oh, freezing yes. stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's okay, its name. Cool. That's its official <laughs> magic well, item name. He, he called it the cold stuff. stick a minute ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, okay. Uh, you all have loaded up Tasha um, parked just behind the hanging banner in the Mm -hmm. sewage drainage pipe that you parked Tasha in um, and are able to take off uh, with all of the excellent rolls that you made. Nobody was the wiser that you all were parked here or doing anything. So 
yeah, you all can take off and you are headed back to the cauldron, I believe, because yes, you called ahead and all of his yeah. taking Harbin out to lunch and then to go see Jerome at the Millhatch Industries facilities. Correct. So, yeah, okay. we fly back to the cauldron and Eric's um, intent is just Tasha. to unload these things, put them out of the way and cover them. And okay. Tasha no longer looks like a service vehicle. Ah. Excellent. <laughs> and she's she's glad. She, like, she, she is. Tasha does, she feels she feels pretty again. She, Tasha does a barrel roll in joy. But yeah. we um, keep the uniforms on <laughs> for a little longer. We all die. What? We keep the uniforms on for a little longer. <laughs> the uniforms, yeah. <laughs> Reynard likes the look of them. Um Reynard loves a jumpsuit. Yep. So okay. Um, so you cover everything at the cauldron, uh, but you still have the suit to deal with, presumably. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Oh, and uh, we, we, we stated our intention was to neutralize the suit as best we're able to. I mm-hmm. assume that is that is a that's a Milo and Eris thing because Hob doesn't know how to. Yeah, I just want to break it. Well, we still need to get him in it. Remember, if if our if oh, our oh, story, no, I, I meant yes, yes. I meant break it as in cause it to not function for right. whatever it was doing. Because we don't actually know what it was doing for him exactly, right? No, you have not investigated what the function of the armor was yet. Okay. So why don't we um, disable the armor however we can, and then go get yeah. Mill Hatch and put him in the armor, and then take him to the police station. I think that sounds like a perfectly viable plan. Yeah. Okay. So, what's what sort of check would you like for disabling? Well, do we arm? need to identify it before we can disable it? Yeah, I mean, you. That's a fair. So, question. yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't know what you need to disable yet. So, um, okay. so a mechanics or artifact. Well, actually. In order to figure out what does what and what is functioning within it, I'm going to ask for an artifice check to figure out the the. Me- <laughs> I almost said the mechanics of it, and then I realized how silly that would sound. I don't want you to roll mechanics to figure out the mechanics, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, I do get what you are saying, mon frere. Uh, an artifice okay. is a. Um, what is your artifice roll? Um, uh, my artifice is. I end up with three yellows and a green. Okay. And a blue. Ooh. Cool. Um, okay, the difficulty on this is going to be one red, two purple. Okay. Um, the armor is damaged, though, from your last encounter with Millhatch, so add a black because some of the stuff is like carbon scoring and bent, and yeah, the, the armor looks mm-hmm. like it's seen better days. He hasn't gotten around to repairing it yet. How smart is Milo? What's Milo's intellect? Is, it, is this something we can work together on? Normally a four, but he's got that head ringer, which ah, decreases. So then it won't make any difference. Okay. Uh, well, uh, just uh, makes it harder. specifically his checks. Yeah. It increases the difficulty or it decreases your ability? It increases the difficulty. Okay. So his intellect is four. Yes. Okay. So that would technically upgrade or increase me by one. Okay, Eris and Milo um, tag team in it. Sure. <laughs> Radar and Hob staring. <laughs> look, at the, look at this right, pod right here. I think, I think this piece needs to be focused on. <laughs> Shooting arrows around. Radar, don't point that at me. That was very loud. 
Uh, all right, so uh, this doesn't actually look great right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have not succeeded. Uh, okay. And there are, we have three advantage. Three advantage, okay. So you are unable to figure out exactly what the armor was doing it, to benefit Millhatch and dangled on a despair. It dangled on oh. a despair and then rolled Dang over it. into two threat instead. Um, so, um, so yeah, three advantage, gang. What would you like to spend that on for not figuring out what the suit yeah. does or how to disable those functions? But Well, here's the thing. Eris is capable of just breaking an artifice yeah. effect. I was going to say, if, uh, would three advantage be enough to brute force it somehow? Yeah, Eris says, hey, Hob, I need you to rip these wires out or something. Yeah, I mean, you, you all obviously could always just damage the armor to the point where it is rendered ineffective. It's just going to be apparent when you turn Milhatch in that his armor has been battered to the point where it's ineffective. It's going to, it's going sure. to look like it was brute forced. Yeah, that's going um, to happen in battle anyway. Um, Hopefully. Okay, I, I have something, and it's also kind of a fun narrative clue, um, and it's also something that can be a boon um, if you also choose for three advantage, if you like. Um, in addition to, you now know how to brute force the armor to where any effect that Milhatch was getting from the armor itself will no longer be in play when you place him back inside the armor. Uh, Eris, you do find one thing as you're poking around the armor. Um, the the kind of center panel chest piece of the armor, you see that part of it is kind of uh, detached from its casing and peeled back, and you pull it, and you spot underneath it a dragon shard that is of the exact same style, make, and in fact defect as the dragon shards that you all received as a present uh, way back when for a job well done. And we received those from... A generous yet anonymous donor. Yeah, that it was, was right after... after the, what was the job? It was after the theater job. job. The the Langhill Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Right. We brought justice right. to... Yeah. That And we assumed it was that dude who was... Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And and it is loose enough in its case into where you could remove it if you so choose. Sure. I will remove it. No reason to leave a dragon shard lying around. <laughs> and it has the same properties as the other ones that you received if you wanted to apply it to something for one of you. Uh, we are lousy with these things now. Yeah, Eris, Eris yanks it out, drops it on the table, points this similarity out um, in case anyone wants it. Uh, and then Eris will curse in Goblin, uh, stand up, point her glove at it, and her glove flares, and I'm just going to activate the um, uh, shatter quality of her glove to break the enchantment on it. So okay. I'm just breaking all of the all of the enchantments off of this yeah. thing. So it's almost like um, you can see... Uh, the runes and arcane sigils that were etched into the interior of the armor flare in bright, brilliant, like burned magnesium light. And then once the light dissipates, you see it all basically burned into the armor. 
uh, where yeah. it's just been fried and overloaded. So, well, that'll do it. All right. Um, now for the part of the plan we didn't do a lot of talking about. How do we get him in it and to a place? And I, I'm not gonna cold cock a guy with a bag over his head to knock him out so that we can deliver him to the police. Tie him up. He's already tied up, so convenient. Right. Well, we have to untie him to get him in the suit. I imagine. Uh, I obviously, I'm sure we're all picturing this suit a different way, but like, there's a reasonable way it goes on the man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, we can all look at it and say that's how you put it on. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, is it armor in the sense that it's a suit of interconnected plates that would be put on one at a time, or is it a jumpsuit like that you slide your feet legs into and no it, it is it is a suit of armor there are straps and things like that connecting the various pieces but yeah right. it, when it was on display he had it all connected and you all were able to uh-huh, pull sure. it off and carry it in one piece but it is you detach it to put it on and reconnect everything so so we don't have to untie him nope and I just think we do it uh yeah. <coughs> yeah, I suppose you're right. Uh, uh, Reynard, can you let Basil know we're coming for Norsen Millhatch? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> How are you going to do that, Reynard? Uh, I think Reynard's going to send Arthur to do it. A little note. Okay. <laughs> Carry your cat. Hey, okay. T- t- tell him not. Tell him not to steal anything from your cousin while he's there. <laughs> well, that's the fun. <laughs> no, we. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, when are you all planning to go? Are you going imminently? Or are you going to wait for nighttime? Eris like- wants, wants to be done with this. She can be talked out of it, but Eris wants to be done with this. I think we no, should go now. I- I agree with that. I think, I mean, because I mean, it just comes down to get him in the suit and take him to the station, right? Yeah. You all do know that, at least according to Basil, the rest of uh, Reynard's family is not aware. Right. Uh, so probably getting some guidance from Basil about when would be a good time as opposed to just strutting in. Um, sure. But you all don't have to do that. You could just, you know, who cares? Well, probably we, Reynard. We want to make sure Verla is there when we drop him off, though, so she understands yep. the gravity of this. Like, yeah. Like, I don't want to hand him off to two random cops who may or may not do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Eris knows the frequency of Verla's police communicator from back when she rewired it. That is true. Yep. <laughs> that is true. Well,. In that case, I suppose maybe Reynard needs to get in touch with Basil about a good time, and maybe Eris needs to <laughs> really startle Verla <laughs> on her communicator. It was in the note. We're just waiting on Arthur. It's <laughs> a er- check Eris walks over. Eris <clears throat> walks over to her desk, sits down, adjusts her communicator. Detective Mordain. 
Who's this? Oh, right. This is Eris. Uh, hi. Um, how, how, how did you get this channel? Really? <sighs> what do you want? <laughs> can we all hear this? When I, you can hear my end of it. Uh, okay. when I messed with you, when I, remember when I called in the red cloaks to the deal red with cloaks, that riot? Yes, yes I remember. Yeah. Yep. I, I wrote down the frequency of your communicator. Okay. So need to call you. Great. Um, I have something to talk to you about. Can I talk to you about it right now? Um, sure. I'm just in my office. We are you sitting down? I am at my desk. Yes. Excellent. We have um, we have apprehended the crazy person in the armor that was throwing bombs outside the four sails. Hmm. If I recall correctly. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. God, I hope you correct me. Um, didn't you tell me that that person was uh, noted uh, industrialist Norson Milhatch? Yes. So that you, is still... That has proved to be true. So you have Norson Milhatch in custody. With the armor and some of the bombs and that flying thing he was on. Okay. Wait, do we have the flying thing he was on? Okay, it was in the slide. It was in yeah. the lab. Yeah, we took it all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, where are you? I can I can bring some watchmen in and come take him off your hands. You wouldn't rather we just brought him to the station? Um, I would rather meet you somewhere and bring him in myself. That's fine. Uh, hold on. Where do we want her to meet us? Has Arthur made it back with from Basil yet? Um, has Arthur made it back from Basil yet? Flip a story point. Okay. <laughs> yes, Arthur walks through the uh, <laughs> walks through some opening. Eris, you're confused as how Arthur got into the cauldron. Fast um, cat, fast cat. <laughs> and Arthur has a note uh, tied around his collar. Uh, that what what did your note say? Uh, Reynard that you wrote <laughs> oh gosh um, bring me Norse and milk <laughs> well now I can't remember if we if is we the told... package ready for pickup okay like, yeah yeah so, I, well I couldn't remember if we told Basil what we were doing I don't think you did I didn't think we did either so I was like what would the note say yeah so, uh, yeah something Basil like Basil didn't seem to care hey, as long as we took him off of you're ready there. when can we Basil was asked to do a thing, and that thing has expanded into tending to and babysitting a prisoner. Um, a prisoner that could ruin him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you, you get affirmation on the note that says, yes, the, the package is able to be picked up now. Oh, now. Now, yes, we can, we can, we can get it now. And where? Oh, right. where? Well, okay, so we know how long it's going to take for us to get to Basil's yeah. and presumably get Norson strapped into his suit. Yeah. Depending where in the city you decide to do the drop off, probably an hour is enough, plenty of time to 
All right. So where do we do the drop off, guys? Um, trying to think of some place that we know. That there's an abandoned warehouse, kind of close to the police station, as I recall. Does that flip a story point? Uh, yes, there is an abandoned warehouse that Milo is aware of near the uh, the police station, the city watch station, the watch house, whatever. At uh, uh, that place in an hour. Okay. Uh, is there any reason why I shouldn't bring additional uh, watchmen with me or for transport? Are they going to attack us for some weird reason? I don't. Unless you give them reason to, no. Then I don't guess it matters. Okay. Just wanted to make sure this wasn't some kind of hideout of yours that you didn't want other watchmen oh, to no. know about. Okay. <clears throat> no, this is an abandoned warehouse. <laughs> she thinks we would take her to a hideout of ours. <laughs> well, Radar might would. be someone's hideout, but it's not ours. Okay. Uh, then I will see you there in an hour. To pick up right. Norson Millhatch. Okay. We're not, uh, we're not, you're not going to like arrest us, right? We're not under arrest. That is not my intent. No. Okay. Okay. So. Bye. Just to be, Eris, just to be clear. Once again, we're just making sure that everybody's walking in. This isn't a, we show up and it's, hey, give us some money for this noted criminal. Like you, you're just handing him over in no, good faith, correct? we've. We've got him, and we don't know what else to do with him. Great. Okay. We weren't using him anymore. We don't really want him, <laughs> so we figured we may as well pass him on. Wanting to make sure. Okay. So this is just a good faith exchange of a citizen's arrest, uh, handing over a known criminal to the city watch. Yes, we would really like him to not be roaming around the city anymore. Same here. Okay. Yeah, we're. he keeps trying to kill us. I don't know why you think we... <laughs> Right. I can't really. If, if Hobbs going to talk, can he get closer to the sending stone? <laughs> but we will also not turn down money. Please don't tell Reynard to get closer to the sending stone. Hello, I'm not uh, going to tell Reynard to get closer. Thank you. Anyway, uh, tell her I said hi. Do you want me to punch him? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't want you to punch him. Thank you for the offer. All right. Okay. Um, all right. I will see you all in an hour. Goodbye. And you get the sense that the call has been mm. disconnected. You made a joke. Yeah, I, I understand. You made a joke about audio issues not being closer to the sending stone. And then I walked away from the microphone, started talking, and you looked at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> it took me a second to understand the bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so we are going to Basil's in Tasha. Well, to Reynard's family. Or, sorry, to Reynard's family. Pardon me. Um Let's talk now <laughs> and not in front of, of Norson and Basil. Yeah, there's a 20-minute about flight. About what we're going to do on the next flight we're taking. Are we just going to have Norson Milhatch in all of his costume chilling in our open boat, open hold boat? I have a tarp. Works for me. I assume just, I just, you know, let's say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll get him dressed. Uh, Reynard and I will dress him. Uh, yeah, you, we, yeah, you and me, because why not? 
Uh, Sorry, there was a weird snap in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, get him in the boat. And we'll cover him up and we'll go. Okay, okay. Um, this warehouse, abandoned. Um, can we get in through the top? Or is there a large enough... Is there a large enough bay that we can get into it? I want Tasha to go right in. If it's a warehouse, surely there's a A loading loading dock. dock. Yeah. Yeah. I presume nothing. (laughs) That's that's fine. (laughs) But loading docks are still out of doors. And we're still going to be dragging an unconscious, not unconscious, incapacitated person. There's a a bay to walk. Yeah, Yeah. you can get Tasha in there. Okay. We get in Tasha. Okay. Well, yep. Okay. So, uh, you all make your way to the, uh, to Fearlin family estate, mm-hmm. uh, in Sharn. And, uh, Basil is standing out front waiting for you all. Um, and as he, as you all, uh, begin your approach, he points to the back of the estate and begins walking around to meet you all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, as you all land, he approaches Tasha, uh, with not, he's not running, but he is moving with a sense of urgency. Thank God you you all are here and I'm ready to be done with this foul business. Um, so, uh, daddy came Us home early, too. um, <laughs> gesturing at drink. Um, so there is a, uh, a secret exit out of the dungeon, uh, that we'll need to go in through and you can extricate your uh, person out of. I want to say how weird it is that your family has a dungeon. I didn't mention that last time, but it is. Well, all good families do. No. I mean, families like I ours. Think that's, I think that's not true. Our family takes prisoners frequently. <laughs> Thankfully, they haven't taken one in the past couple of weeks. So that there's, well, other than... Well, North, yeah, yes. If they had taken another one, then that would have been awkward. So, uh, over capacity, almost. And they got four cells. Well, there was that one time. Took eight prisoners. Oh, it was dreadful. Uh, I think I'll wait in the skiff. <laughs> <laughs> so down this way, and there's a set of like stone stairs built into the side of the tower that leads down to a smaller, what looks like ostensibly another drainage pipe, but leads into uh, the dungeon that. Basil is able to open the grate. Uh, the only bad thing, Milo, you're coming uh, with. I know that Milo and Milo and Reynard are dressing the man, so they have to come. But is Milo coming or staying in the boat? That makes me think Milo wants to stay in the boat. Keep an eye on Tasha. Okay. okay. So Eris and Milo are staying behind. Milo and Reynard are Hob, heading down. Hob. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hob and Reynard are heading down. Um, the stone steps built in the side of the tower do not have hand railing, so it's a little, you know, uh, Star Wars precariousness. Um, so you all are able to walk in, and yeah, you walk down this very narrow um, stone hallway into the back end of where you all were previously when you questioned Norse and Milhatch. Um, and Basil unlocks the door. And you see that the runes on the bag are currently silencing his surroundings, so he is unaware that, or he can't hear you. He's probably aware that there are people in the room, but. Dungeon dog. Yep. 
So. All right. Um, well, go, go. Take him, please. Do we get him dressed now? Or? Yeah, we, we, we start putting his armor on him. This is, I mean, both of us have have helped people get into armor before, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, and I want to do it. I want to do a thing. I want to take. If I'm if I'm mistaken about this, but the dragon shard that Eris pulled from it, that's someplace I could like put his hand to let him to show him that like the power source is gone, so he can kind of see like. Uh, sure. Yeah, you can you can indicate to him that yeah, um, that that uh, that element of it is no longer mm-hmm. there. Um. Okay. So um, he is going. So as you all get him in his armor um you kept him tied up um as you get him up to go move him um he is going to try to now that he is in his armor try to shoulder check uh you all away um so he is going to make a melee attack against hob you have melee defense, correct, Hob? I do. Melee defense and he's tied one. up, so surely there's some setback dice for that. Yeah. I have melee defense five. What? Melee defense five? I think that's that was, soak. That was something, surely something that you got, like a, a, I, I don't a know, barrier or enhancement. What, what should it be? Tell me that. Uh, your robes give you a melee defense of one. Okay. I don't and know why I have... I have ranged four melee five on my sheet. It's possible that there's one more from the gauntlets. There's an there's an effect on barrier that yeah. allows an increase of the melee and range defense of the target. That may have been what it was. I changed it then and didn't change it back. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll fix that another time. I did, however, take a talent. <laughs> Here's my question. Yeah, yeah, go. I've been, we've been dressing him. I would not have probably let go of him once he got dressed, right? Yeah. I have a talent called Grapple. The only way to get away from me is to blow two maneuvers out while doing this check. Okay, so yeah, that's fine. He's gonna take some strain, I guess. Sure. Yeah, two strain. Okay. Um. Okay. So the check is. Um, one yellow, two green, two purple, three black. We have two story points, so I don't think I'm going to flip one for that. Okay. Um, you rolled a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Um, that cancels. So three success, two threat. So, um... Hob, he like shoulder checks you due to the height difference. It's like right in the sternum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it it knocks the wind out of you a little bit. It's only going to be um, five damage, um, five okay. wounds to you. Um, the two threat uh, I applied to him. I could go and say like you never lose a hold of him. Like you, you've still got a firm grip on him. Mm-hmm. And clearly... After the strike lands, he like perks up and then just like realizing that you should have been thrown back into the wall based on that blow. So he he now realizes that something is very, very wrong. Okay. So 
And just for kicks and giggles, Reynard's going to pull out his dagger and hold it to his neck. Okay. While we walk him. Okay. So, yeah, he raises his chin up. Is I'm assuming you all have not removed the bag over his Oh, head. absolutely yeah. not. So he raises his chin up just to get his jawline away from the dagger. And, um, yeah. And Basil just kind of rolls his eyes like, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, we're going. <laughs> Thank you. Trenya, if you ever need anything like this again, call someone else. <laughs> well, if you've done a great job, I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> go, go. <laughs> I we take uh, we take him to Sasha. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Milo, Eris, are you all doing anything while they're down there? You got like ten minutes to kill. We're okay. playing dice. <laughs> Um, okay, so you all see, um, Hob, Reynard, and Norson Millhatch with the silenced bag over his head. Um, as you all, um, get about halfway up the stairs, Basil sticks his head out of the drainage press, like, Drenya, bring that bag back when you're done with it. They have an inventory. Yes, I'll send it with the cat. Great. And Basil disappears back. So... The cat's just going to get in that bag and never get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you all are able to get Norston Millhatch to Tasha uh, without incident um, and load him up. Zoom. We are off to Milo's favorite abandoned warehouse. <laughs> yes. Put the tarp over his head. Well, yeah. Over all of him. Over just, all of him. Yeah. <laughs> just wrap the tarp around his head 20 times. <laughs> I like to imagine that he's still standing up, though. Like, it's just, there's a dude with a tarp draped down over, like a, We're moving. Like a Halloween ghost. We're moving a statue. <laughs> so we take him to this abandoned warehouse. Are we on time? Yeah, you all you all are there with some time to spare. Okay, um, you you all are there. In fact, about like fifteen minutes early. Um, so the bay doors are unlocked, um, and uh, whoever would like to can give me a perception check as you open the bay doors. Hmm. I haven't rolled mm-hmm. anything yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I can assist. You can I have can some give... dice if you want, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, if there's, I have one yellow, one green. If anybody's better, I'm happy to assist. I roll a lot of green, so yeah. got a yellow green. and two green. I get four green, so if someone wants to lend me a yellow. Yeah, that sounds good. That'd be yeah. one yellow and three green. That's about as good as we mm-hmm. can do. What's okay. difficulty, Eric? Uh, two red. Oh. <gasps> we need to get more perceptive. Yes, we do. <laughs> I agree. Now, we flipped a story point to say this was an abandoned warehouse. That's all I'm saying. Yep. This this warehouse is abandoned by the people that erected it. it. (laughs) One success and one threat. One success and one threat. Okay. My guy's scrolling through his monster cards right now. For those of you not in the room. Yep. Yep. Um, So, yeah, you, um, Eris and uh, Hob, who are the two that were... um, Working together on the investigation check uh, or the perception check. Um, you, as you open the bay doors, I, Hob's the strongest one. Hob hopped out to open the bay doors itself. Yeah. Eris is behind the wheel of Tasha. So uh, in concert with one another, 
Um, you see this is an abandoned warehouse, but there's still, you know, some remnants of whoever abandoned it. Some crates covered in tarps, things like that laying around. And you definitely uh, spot, as you all are pulling in, one of the tarps kind of fall up against one of the crates. Like, like it was, it was moved and dropped almost. Since you succeeded on the perception check, you somebody, somebody done hid as you all were opening the, the door. What, and what else did you get on the roll? You succeeded with one threat, one one threat. threat. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, we will pass a setback to the next roll that you all make. Hmm. Okay, so you all are pulling Tasha in. Uh, Hob, you drop the bay door behind Tasha as they pull in. Uh-huh. Okay. I, what's our visibility? It's dim light. Okay. You know, there's some windows and stuff. They're they're coated in dust and we dirt. We can but, see. But you, yeah, it's okay. not pitch black. Um, um, but as you all pull in, waha! The tarps and things as the bay door shut close, fling open. Uh, Please tell me someone says waha. Waha. Um, <laughs> yes. You see um, a grand total of 13 kobolds come skittering out from under <laughs> these tarps and stuff, yes. brandishing weapons, and um, and start screaming at you all, get out of home. And they rush you with weapons. Initiative. Okay. Oh. What do we roll for initiative? This has got to be cool, um, right? No, no because you succeeded make us kill on kobolds. Um, because you succeeded on the perception check, you all can roll vigilance or cool. Okay. Can I get two yellows? Um, well, let me roll cool real quick. And Eris, since, well, um, we'll just do a setback down to the first attack roll of the okay. for that threat. Uh, two and three. Two and three. One success, four advantage. Two success, three advantage. Two, and three. two success, zero advantage. Next time I flip a story point, it'll be an abandoned warehouse devoid of bad things. <laughs> An uninhabitable A vacuum-sealed <laughs> warehouse that we're going to have to break open. I flipped a story point to add the cobalt, so, you know, it, like... <laughs> 13 kobolds. Are they in vague groups of three or four each? There's other things, though. He's got more cards. Hey. Don't do it right in front of me. <laughs> cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Um, That's I can't read them, but I know there's more cards. The other cards for the watchman, Verla let us tell her she could bring. That's why we were 15 minutes early. None of you guys are allowed to roll a despair because we know what's going to happen. And by you guys, I include myself. I also will do my best to not. Milhatch's suit regains power surely through hope and and dreams. There is no kyber shard Man. as strong as believing in yourself. There's a backup urine-powered battery. <laughs> what? A backup urine-powered battery. <laughs> yeah. So just pees in it. 
Acid is acid, man. Nor- <laughs> Millhatch Industries is big on green technology. You know, just fuel sources anywhere they can get it. If it's green, you should go to a doctor. You know, the conceptually, the Genesis Initiative system is wonderful. But sometimes it's just, you know, this is NPC slot, then all the PCs, then the rest of the NPCs. So effectively, once we're out of the first round, it's just going to be... Slaughter. They go, you go, they go, you go. <laughs> um, but anyway... Uh, NPC slot first, um, which the, so there is one cobalt that is covered in various elements of junk, uh, some of which has yes. been fashioned into a spiky crown. Um, yes. And, uh, he screams. Arrow switches sides. <laughs> find yourselves in the dominion of the king of Sharn. Bow or perish. And he's going to attack um, Milo, the biggest one, you know, when you're in. Yeah. First Milo day at school, to, or no, Hob, sorry. <laughs> I keep getting Hob and Milo. <laughs> Goes after Milo's going to bow. Eris bow, bows and swears fealty to the king of Sharn. <laughs> yes. Hob is the current laughing. leadership of Sharn shucks. Er, sucks. Eris is, Eris is switching, oh. switching political systems. Hob, Hob thinks this is adorable and hilarious. Oh, right. and the king, the king of Shard is riding a dire rat. Sorry, I forgot. To yes. Um, so he is going to do a mounted charge at uh, at Hob. But when does the ballet start? <laughs> okay. That's uh, a lot of times. Our dice pool is three yellow, two blue, and two purple. Holy cow. Oh, and one black because of your melee defense. Mm-hmm. King of Sharn, dude. Three yellow, two blue, and two purple. What's he armed yep. with? Um, he has um a this is this is dark, but it's just what came to my head. He's got a severed warforged leg, oh just as a giant club that he's okay. Or a severed automaton leg. Like we'll go with the, be that. So much bigger than him. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like a great club. Um, so. Um, okay, would you all like to flip a story point to make it more difficult, or are we good with what we got? Uh, I mean, it's fine. I'm going to flip a story point to add a green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that okay. Is a lot of success. That he rolled no failures, so those cancel. That turns to that. So that is... Three success and three advantage, which gives him um a crit. Um, so how much? How many wounds? Uh, Twelve wounds. Okay. He just and right, right on the kneecap, Hob. He just cracks this automaton leg. Okay. Um. And yeah, um, Philip, do you have a D one hundred nearby? I do. Will you roll it for me? Forty nine. Forty nine. Hob, do you have a thing that reduces that by ten? I do. Okay. So thirty nine is going to be Stinger. Increase the difficulty of the target's next check by one. Okay. So, um, and I believe that is 
He used his maneuver to charge you on the back of his trusted steed. And he used his action to attack you. And he is not going to... Um, he's not going to do anything else. So, okay. yeah. this The king of Sharn comes charging by you on a dire rat and cracks Hob, uh, Hob in the knee with an automa- the giant automaton leg. It is now a PC turn. Eris. Uh, <clears throat> Eris just like slides out of Tasha, uh, off of, off of Tasha's deck onto the ground. Um, and, uh, says, Oh, mighty King of Sharn, we mean no disrespect. If you will allow us to make use of this space, your domain for, but a short while, then I will make you regalia far finer than the finery you wear and befitting of your rank as the king of Sharn. I'd like to make a negotiation check. Yes. Negotiation check. Um, Does does looming help with negotiation, Hob? It it does, in fact. Um, So you'll add two advantage. Two advantage. Um, Negotiation is checked against discipline. And particularly, I am... Because right now, Hob is absolutely looming behind you. Like, yeah. the addendum to your thing is, or say no, and I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm just double checking that I'm going to give you the right difficulty. Um, sure. And I will spend a story point. And while you're thinking, I would like to narratively justify this reaction from Eris. Um, per all the stuff, kobolds are really common thralls in Dargoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I I think Eris has an idea of how to deal with kobolds. If you don't particularly want to kill them all. Yeah. Uh, Loom just adds some advantage to the result, Hob. Two advantage. Yes, it adds two advantage. It doesn't have to be successful, though. It's two advantage no matter what. Yeah. Oh, it's just against their negotiation. Um, Negotiate is based off cunning. Is that right? Uh, No, it is based off of presence. Oh, okay. Um, So that is going to be one purple. Is he an adversary? Yes, but adversary specifically only combat checks. Okay. Then here we go. Okay. Uh, One success which is also a triumph and one advantage. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So, so that just cancels. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, the King of Sharn continues his like charge around and brings the diorat in front of Eris and the diorat gives a little like buck as he brings it to a stop. Um, And he does his best to look down his nose at the at the much taller person before him. Well, he's got a um, long muzzle. He's looking yeah. down his nose. 
Um, what kind of regalia do you propose? Okay, so Eris has an eye for this. Looking at what he's got on, what is the aesthetic he has attempted? Has he gone for shiny? Has he gone for this looks like armor? Has he gone for spiky? What's... He's gone for very spiky. It sounds Amazonian. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, regalia most fearsome that will terrify all all adversaries uh, and uh, let none doubt that you, the mighty King of Sean, are of the people of the dragon. Hmm. How long will you need my dominion for? Um, maybe an hour. We did not know this was your domain. Some people come to meet us here. We will need to speak with them, and then we will leave. And then I will return with regalia. After I take some measurements. <laughs> hmm. This would please the King of Sharn. Hob, Hob is mean mugging that stupid rat, by the way, this whole time. I'm just looking at it like, oh, I don't care. There's no... They make a truce. Not you and me, rat. <laughs> Very well. As long as you and your companions here now declare that you recognize the dominion and the greatness of the King of Shan, we will leave you to your business and you shall bestow upon us gifts in exchange for this time. What would you like with the triumph before we get too far afield? And oh, the advantage. man. I want these kobolds to be our friends forever. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, we have opinions uh, now. Hob slides up. Now, have you considered working opportunities with House Dennett? Because yeah. I feel like you would be a real asset. <laughs> <laughs> Not sending these people to House Dennett. <laughs> to boom rush. They're going to help Eris clean up High Wall. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'm open to suggestions. I, obviously, I desperately want to befriend the kobolds, but I feel like we're on that track already. What anyone have anyone have any ideas for what to do with a triumph in this very silly situation? Yeah. Uh, Nobody else shows up besides Bola. <laughs> um, you already told okay. Bola she could bring people. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have really been hoping that we can figure out a way to... It's going to be very weird for us to tell Verla, by the way, don't let him know it was us, if the pretense we're selling is that we bested him in a battle. So maybe we can use the triumph to smooth that over a little bit somehow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if we can think of something. Um, oh, well, I mean, it's, it's the sort of thing where we could just target an upgrade on a social check we're going to have to make in yeah in whatever negotiation takes place with Verla I think that like sounds it's, it, it can just be a free upgrade that's fine yeah you do. like I know it's not that's, that's not quite as sexy as some of the other triumphs we've got but that's yeah. important to me because we went a long right. way yeah I mean that's, that's what we're doing keep, right now <laughs> to, to keeping our anonymity so yeah okay oh, I think that's I think that's totally fine um yeah 
And, you know, Eris will make friends with the kobolds on her own time. <coughs> I have no doubt that that's going to happen. We don't need to triumph for for a bunch of weirdos to become friends. <laughs> Very um, true. Okay, so, and the advantage? You just want to pass a boost? Uh, I actually, I don't know Do what from, but I have a lot of strain, so I'm okay. going <laughs> to... I'm going to re- regain a strain here. Alrighty. Um, oh, I, I guess it's probably from being stabbed because that wasn't very long ago. Because Harris is still wounded as well. Okay. So, um, yeah. Hob, the rat snarls at you as the king of Sharn is making uh, making good uh, with with Eris. Mm-hmm. So the... the um, and in, uh, the hatred is mutual. Right. Um, and so the King of Sharn, like, sitting high on his noble steed, looks at... Eris has already declared mighty and noble King of Sharn, so he's looking at Milo, Hob, and Reynard for their... Eris, Eris looks expectantly at the rest of the group. What, what, what do I have to claim? That, Jeff, to rec- Jeff is actually asking... <laughs> We have to recognize that, that this is the domain and realm of the mighty king of Sharn, who is great and spectacular. Indeed. I, I just have Milo. to look at him and... Yeah, yeah, you live here. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Frabduous. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Milo. Milo pulls out his wand and flicks it and little sparkles fly he out hop, it. Hop ducks. <laughs> and he does a and he does a bow for the mighty king of Sean. Hmm. Hop says th- thank thank you for letting us use your domain. Oh my you, your your highness I don't I don't know how to address anybody in this place. I never I, have. I will settle for Almighty oh, and Great King of Sharn. For the first time. After that, you can use your highness. Oh, mighty and great king of Sharn. Hob wants to drive him into the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He just smashed your knee really hard. <laughs> yeah. And if he wasn't so adorable, Eris would have murdered him for it. He turns, the, the dire rat kind of does the horse shuffle as he turns to face Reynard. Uh, <laughs> oh, mighty king of Sharn. Did I get that right? Yes. Um, great all, great all, and mighty king. Great and mighty king. Yes. You know, I've got a cousin that would wear his head like a puppet. But <laughs> I am a fam. Deeply upset you've just brought tinsel into the canon of campaign two. No, I want to drive you into the ground. Um, very well. We shall... We shall go on a raid. And the other one says, yes, raid, raid, raid. Yes. Excellent. We ride. And he turns and leads them through one of the crates, but all of them funnel into this crate and disappear. So there's a tunnel or something attached to this crate. Eris giggles. <laughs> they're, they're going to hurt someone, Eris. <laughs> nah, maybe. <laughs> you could have just let me... The ones or, they'll, or they'll all die and none of them will come back. Well, we can certainly hope. Don't threaten the listeners like that, Philip. 
I'm so I'm so glad. It's entirely I came up, up to the, the arbitrary power of of the overlord of this world. <laughs> All right, so those ding dongs are gone. When are, okay? ne- when are the next ding? No, it hurts. I'm sorry. I didn't even get, you know, okay. I don't mind getting hit. I just mind that I didn't get to hit him back. That's all. I can cast healing, but I can't promise you won't end up with an apple for a knee. That's <laughs> <laughs> just. Uh, you know what? I do glance. A... I do glance over. He's still sitting in the boat, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope, he's gone. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because that foolishness took a moment. So, um, all right. Replace Tim and Tasha is the Ram sitting there expectantly. Um, <laughs> That's what is going to happen when we take the tarp off. <laughs> what a twist! Um, we could have given Hob- Norson to them. That would have been cool. <laughs> Hob- Hob checks his watch. Uh, so whatever end would come from it. <laughs> Okay. Eris climbs back onto the ship, sits down in the gunnels, takes out a notepad, and begins designing regalia for the King of Sharn. Excellent. Um, okay, after That's about another some regalia 10 minutes, from Milo's hand. No. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Eris likes the King of Sharn far more than Milo. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> so uh, you all hear some noise and commotion outside of the warehouse. Um, and you hear footsteps approaching one of the the regular entrance doors, not the bay door, uh, as it opens, and you see Verla uh, flanked by uh, four city watchmen uh, walking in, and she just kind of stands there expectantly, and, well, let's get this done. End of episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head on over to our Discord, the link to which can be found on all of our socials at the Geek Pantheon on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of them. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Geek Pantheon, uh, where I do video reviews of books and like how to run different adventures and things like that. And we also have another actual play, Kyber Shards, that Philip is the GM for set in the city of Stormreach that uses D&D 5th edition as the game system. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon. If you want to financially support the shows in any way that you are able, uh, you can do so over there. Thank you all so much for listening. I have been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time. <laughs>